Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. What a cracking game we had last night. The Parramatta Eels getting their first win of their season, knocking over the Penrith Panthers in extra time. Wild game of footy, obviously Nathan Cleary knocking over a two-point field goal on the bell to even it up. We went to extra time without Junior Borlo, without Mitch Kenny, these sort of guys, and uh, what a finish it was. Shout out to Mitchie Moses, stood and delivered in the moment that counted. Congratulations, Parramatta Eels fans, you deserve that one. It's been a tough few weeks for you, losing three games on the trot by four points. So, great for Rugby League. Uh, yeah, great to see, you know, Battle of the West. I really thought that game was under hype this week. I thought it was an absolute cracker. We were... Uh, me and Timmy were at a pub up in Cairns, getting on the beers and whatnot. So I'm really keen to sit down and watch that game once again when I get back to Sydney. And we'll do our review of it on Monday. Uh, I don't think it's the best content in the world for me to give you my perspective on the game whilst many beers deep. So, uh, yeah, we'll have the full review coming on Monday. That'll be super exciting, a great game. But we are going to get stuck into the Friday night games for round four. Some really good games c- coming up later tonight. I'm really keen for them. We're going to be at Gilligan's tonight. So if you are around at 6 p.m., we'll be doing our live show then. We'll be hanging around for a few hours after. Uh, I managed to get through last night on the beers and whatnot. My throat held out. So fingers crossed we can battle through another night. If you are there, come down and say hello. If you're a Supercoach fan, we will have our two beers and break-evens hearts going to the first Supercoach fan to come and find me and Timmy. So, yeah, very exciting night coming our way. But let's have a look at the first games. The early game, we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the West Tigers. Really interesting one here. Obviously, the West Tigers played awfully last week. Only just lost to the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. However you want to read into that, so be it. I'm not quite sure what to take from it. They have made a couple of changes and whatnot. Melbourne, on the other hand, scored 34 points last week and lost to the Gold Coast Titans coming off a very hot game. I think that would have taken a lot out of them. In saying that, the Tigers game was boiling hot as well. Uh, So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this game goes. Not a game that I'll be betting on the results, to be perfectly honest with you guys. I'm pretty confident Melbourne win. But I don't think there's much value there, and they're just not in good form in general. They lost Jerome Hughes during the week, which is a huge loss as well. So 
a lot of factors going into this one. Uh, not a game that I'll be betting on the result, as I said, but I have got a couple of anytime try scorers that I'll be having a look at. But let's go through the squads for the Melbourne Storm. Nick Manny at fullback. Will Warbrick holds on to his spot, a guy that's under a bit of pressure this week. Xavier Coates on the other side. Remus Smith and Justin O'Lam in the centres. Cam Munster comes back into the Melbourne Storm side in the six. Seven will be Jonah Pazette, obviously replacing Jerome Hughes, who was ruled out of this game with suspension. To become a Kamika and up front with Christian Welsh. Need big games from both of these guys without Nelson or Sofa Solomona. Harry Grant, the wizard in the nine. We brought him into our Supercoach Classic team this week, so fingers crossed he delivers. He's been on an absolute tear the last few weeks. Harry Grant playing some great footy at the moment. Trent Lira on one edge. Eli Katoa on the other side with Josh King in the 13. Their bench, Tyron Wishart, Alec McDonald, Tarek Sims, and Bronson Garlic. On the extended, Grant Anderson and Tommy Eisenhuth. I am expecting Tom Eisenhuth to come into this side somewhere. It'll be interesting to see who he does replace. Personally, I think the guy under the most pressure at the moment is probably Trent Lira. Just some of his reads and whatnot the last few weeks have been questionable. A couple of errors. Eli Katoa's made errors as well, but I just think he's got a little bit more upside that could keep him in this side. So I think Trent Lira is the one that's in a little bit of trouble. I'm expecting Tommy Eisenhuth to come into this 17. But watch the um, watch the updated team list. And I think you'll get a big indication of uh, who could fall out of this side long-term, depending on who he comes on for. If he does, he played Queensland Cup last week, played about 30, 35 minutes. So we know the Melbourne Storm, they are very uh, cautious and careful with how they bring guys back. They don't rush them back in. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets a bench spot over like maybe a Bronson Garlic this week and they just bring him back. But keep an eye on who he replaces, because I know a lot of you in Supercoach have got one of Liru or Eli Katoa uh, in your sides. I don't have either, so it's not a problem I have to worry about. But... I think he will come on to replace one of those guys at one point. So a spot to watch there. Let's have a look at the West Tigers. A couple of changes this week. Uh, a couple of them I like, to be honest with you. Fullback Adam Dewey, still an injury cloud around him. I think that if he's in this final, uh, you know, 19 or whatever it is, I personally think he will play. But when you have a look through the rest of the squad, they can cover him if need be. Charlie Staines and one wing. Junior Tupu holds on his spot on the other side. I really like the look of him. Brett Naden, who's playing sensationally at the moment in a West Tigers team that's not going too well. I think he's been super impressive so far, Brett Naden. And in the centres, they've moved Asu Kapoa back out there. I really liked him in the back row. I'm a bit surprised by this move. They have got Stafford Toa on the extended. I wouldn't be surprised to see a late change here. I personally think Kapoa is better in the back row. Uh, at 5'8", Brandon Wakem, Luke Brooks in the 7. As much as Brooksy wears the 7, Wakem wears the 6. I think Wakem will direct this team around the park from what I've gathered. And Brooksy will play sort of a 5'8 role, which I think is where Brooksy's better anyway. So I'm sure they'll probably play left and right regardless. But personally, I'd give Wakem a little bit of a license just to control everything and just let Dewey and Brooks play eyes up sort of stuff. So keen to see how Tim Sheens does that. I think Wakem... I've always been a fan of him, and I think that he's a good guy that you can bring in and he can have impact. I don't think he's a guy that you want to rely on for 27 weeks. I don't think he's the sort of guy you want to rely on to get you into finals footy or anything like that. But I think he can add a little bit more to this team, and I actually like the pick. Uh, their front row, Stefano and David Clemmer with Api Curacao in the nine. Uh, Isaiah Papalipi and John Bateman on the edge is so strong, these two. I actually like that they've split John Bateman and Adam Dewey up. We spoke about it last week on Bloke in a Bar. I just don't think it's a combo that's going to work on that edge. So I would rather give Bateman a, a Wakeham or a Brooks or one of these guys. I just think it'll work better that way. Uh, Fanua Bowl in the 13. Scored a try last week. We tipped him at about 540, I think he was. He might have been a, a little bit more, actually. Really like him as a footballer. 
their bench, Dane Laurie, Alex Twole, Sean Bloor, and Alex Seafarth. So obviously with Dane Laurie riding the bench there, if they wanted to make a move on Adam Dewey and swap him out for someone, it'll be quite easy. So a big watch, Supercoach-wise. I know a lot of us have got Adam Dewey and Isaiah Cattell, who are both under injury clouds. If Adam Dewey plays at 6 o'clock tonight, I will be chucking him straight in my side and just let him go, and we'll hope for the best and see how it plays out. But yeah, I mean, they could quite easily play Dane Laurie there and risk Adam Dewey, but I think they will. They're desperate for a win. I think that they will play him personally. I think that if he played last week, he'll go around this week. I think he will be limited, though. Uh, there's no doubt about that whatsoever. Their extended bench, uh, Matamua and Stafford Toa. Obviously, uh, Joe Offengawi drops out of this side, as does David Nofaluma. Nofaluma was obviously hooked last week, so that was a bit of a stinger for him. Um, I think I read a tweet the other day, and do your own research. I don't know how true it is, but I believe Tim Sheens is the sixth coach to drop David Nofaluma. So pretty fucking wild there. Rumours are that the Melbourne Storm uh, could be reaching out to see if he's available to head back down there. So interesting times, obviously, playing each other in this game. I wonder if Craig Bellamy or some of the Melbourne staff. Oh, obviously, there, there'd be a lot of guys that'd be talking to, to, to David Nofaluma as they know him from last year. But I wonder if those conversations will be going on tonight. A very interesting situation. Very rugby league very West Tigers. But to the Tigers' credit, I thought those guys did not perform well last week uh, and they've made a harsh decision. They've gone ahead and done it. At least they're not just doing the same thing, hoping for different results. So credit to the West Tigers on that front. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you do see a few changes to this West Tiger side before they run out. As I said, not a game that I'll be betting on the result, to be honest with you. I'm just not overly confident either way. Uh, but when I have a look at some anytime try scorers here, we'll start with the... Start with the West Tigers first. Now, I'm not quite sure where their points come from. I'm not sure how many points they score, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but we know the Melbourne Storm over years, they have sort of struggled with your unorthodox sort of footballers, guys that play a little bit off, off the cuff and whatnot. I think that with Adam Dewey going to fullback, I think you will see uh, Wakeham come onto the right edge. And I think John Bateman, he'll get a lot more good ball how he wants it. I think that if you've got John Bateman on your head, you've sort of got to let him run things, uh, which is a little bit bizarre, a little bit backwards compared to how most halves play. But I think Bateman's got that X factor and whatnot that if he wants the early ball, if he wants unders, you just do what he says. And I personally think that Bateman can create something here against the Melbourne Storm. So at $4.70, I know he's still getting used to new conditions, new team and everything, but I think he's a good enough individual player. He got so close to scoring last week, I'm going to back him into cross at $4.70 this week. On the other side of the park, when I have a look at the Melbourne Storm and the options there, I do prefer a few guys there. Obviously, Harry Grant, his form has been incredible. I think without Husey, without Pappy, I think Harry Grant takes more upon himself. $3.05. Do not mind that. A guy that I will be seriously uh, considering for my super coach captain this afternoon. So I think he's in for a big game. The other one is Jonah Pezzett. Obviously, $4.60. Really good game last week. Scored a good try. I assume that this week he'll be playing on the right side, which puts him inside Eli Katoa. I think there'll be a lot of eyes on him this week. I think he'll be a big focus for the West Tigers. And I just think the Pizzette, I think he's got the game to be able to use. Uh, the big fella is a bit of a d- distraction. I can see him sneaking over at $4.60. I really like that value. So those are the guys I'm sort of looking at in this game. I don't see much value. Like Cam Munster, I was keen on, but $2.50s. Very short for a 5'8", so not overly keen on that. The right side, Will Warbrick, just not getting enough ball at the moment. Remus doesn't score too many tries. Even Eli Katoa, who I do like, $3.60. Tarek Sims just coming off the bench at three sixty. There's just not much value there. Tyrant Wishart, I don't mind him. He will come on and he'll be involved in a lot of try-scoring plays. His support plays sensational at five fifty. 
but just not that much value jumping out of me, to be honest with you. Uh, Jonah Pizzette, $4.60. Johnny Bateman at $4.70. I really do like those two in this one. All right, let's move to the late game. The battle for Brisbane, the Dolphins and the Broncos. This one will be a cracker. Obviously, the Dolphins missing a couple of troops. We'll go through their squad and the Brisbane Broncos now, but I still think this one will be a cracker, and I think that Wayne, he'll have the Dolphins well and truly up for this one. For the Dolphins at fullback, Hamiso on the wings, Jermaine Asako and Tessie New. Uh, in the centres, Ewan Aitken and Branko Lee. 5'8", Isaiah Katoa. I'm not sure whether he's playing yet or not. I believe it's an uh, it's a elbow injury that he is carrying, so you may see the MILF come in. I don't think it changes all that much. I think uh, defensively, regardless of who was there, I think they're going to see, see plenty of traffic uh, from the Brisbane Broncos there. I think it would have been Kurt Capewell going at them, so I'm sure that they would have peppered whoever's there. Neither fantastic defenders, realistically, so I don't know how much it changes in defence attack. I think you would rather have uh, Isaiah Katoa there based on the last few weeks, but we know that Milford, when he's at his best, he can play some really good footy. Talking to some of the people in Rockhampton last week, he's been playing Capras the last few weeks. Has been going good, apparently, but I haven't seen it myself, so hard to comment. Sean O'Sullivan in the halfback spot. Up front, Jesse Bromwich and Kenny Bromwich. Uh, they've still got... So at the moment, they've got Farmer Silly named on an edge. Cody Nicarim is obviously in the 9-2. They've got Farmer Silly named on the right edge. I assume he will play front row, and I think Kenny Bromwich will play on the right edge. And uh, Lume Lu, who will play on the left edge. Tommy Gilbert locks the scrum in the 13. Their bench, as it stands right now, Jared Wallace, Marky Nichols, Ray Stone, and Mason Teague. So Anthony Milford, he is in Jersey 21. If Isaiah Katoa is ruled out, I think he will come into this side. Interesting to see them run with Cody Nicarima at 9 and no Donahue this week. Obviously got Ray Stone, who can play a little bit of nine. I also think Mason Teague uh, could fill in in the nine jersey as well. So, interesting spot to watch there. What happens with their rotation? I wouldn't want to be putting uh, Cody Nicarima out there for huge long minutes. I think that'll be a real challenge for the Dolphins. For Brisbane at fullback, the superstar Reese Walsh, Jesse Arthurs on one wing, Selwyn Cobbo on the other side, uh, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth in the centres, Ezra Mam in the six, Adam Reynolds in the seven, Tom Flegler and Payne Haas up front. What a forward pack. Wow. Billy Walters in the nine. Their edges, Kirk Cable and Jordan Rickey. Paddy Carrigan wears jersey 13. Their bench, Corey Pakes, Paliasea, Corey Jensen, and Marty Tapau. Pierre Cura and Dean Mariner round out the squad on the, on the extended bench here. I think they will go as they are named. It's just a matter of how the Dolphins end up lining up with Isaiah Katoa, et cetera, et cetera. I think that will be, um, you know, a sort of last-minute call whether Isaiah does feature in that one. So a spot to keep an eye on there. Now, when I have a look at the betting market for this game, um, Dolphins 375. I think there's good value there. I'm not sure if they win. I've got a feeling Brisbane win this 1-12. I think the Dolphins put up a much better fight than what a lot of people are anticipating, uh, as is the uh, the theme of their entire season thus far. But I do think the Broncos pack and everything, I do just think they'll be too strong. Worried about the hooker rotation for the Dolphins as well. Got a lot of question marks around how that's going to work and how effective it's going to be. And I just think the kicking game of Adam Reynolds is just simply too good at the moment. I think he will put Brisbane in a position to win. But I don't think they blow the Dolphins out. I think uh, Brisbane 1-12 at $3. I do not mind there. Uh, when I have a look at anytime try scorers in this game, go through the Dolphins first. Um, Connolly on the left edge, really like him. I think he'll be value all season for a meat pie. $4.80. You're, you're almost getting $5 for him. I think whatever happens on the right edge, whether it be Isaiah Katoa, whether it be Anthony Milford, whatever it is, I think Sean O'Sullivan, this is his team. And I'm expecting a lot of ball to go down that left edge. And I do think it's a spot where he can put him over for a meat pie. So I don't $5 there. I do not mind the value. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bit of a wider odds. Cody Nicarima. I just spoke about him, how I'm not sure how it's all going to work with him at nine and everything, but I don't mind him at $8.50. Scored a try from Dummy Half last week. Um, that was a pretty soft one from memory. I'm not sure if he does cross again today, but at $8.50 with him just sniffing around the ruck and whatnot, good support player as well, just off the back of an offload. I, I think at $8.50, Cody Nicarima is worth a, worth a little sniff there. I think it's overs for the sort of footballer that he is. So Cody Nicarima, do not mind him. Obviously coming up against his former club as well. Wayne coached him there and whatnot, so I do think he will be up for this game. For the Broncos, geez, they're, they're very short, these try scorers. Selwyn Cobbo at $1.55 is unbelievable. You know, Reese Walsh under $2. Not a stack jumping out at me here. I do think the two edges, though, um, I think that if I was tight, if I was playing the Dolphins, I'd be sending plenty of traffic at whichever one of Isaiah Katoa or Anthony Milford plays there. I think that there are points to be scored there through Kurt Catewell. So $4.20. Wouldn't be surprised to see the veteran cross the line. And the other one on the other side, uh, obviously going up against Sean O'Sullivan, who defensively he's, he, he's normally pretty solid, Sean O. Uh, but I think that the last few weeks, Jordan Ricky, I'm hesitant to say he's turned a corner, but I think he has really improved over the last few weeks and becoming more consistent. So I don't mind him at uh, $4.10 there either. Best of luck tonight, guys, with your footy tipping, betting, whatever it might be. And if you are having a punt tonight, remember to do it responsibly. Don't bet over your head. Bet with it, of course. Uh, don't get too silly out there. But, yeah, these are the guys that I would be targeting for these games. Two games that I'm not quite sure if I would be targeting the result all that much, to be honest with you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.